0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Hey there, this is the Beard Out Podcast podcast where we talk about two of the greatest things in the world beer and weird al and we're coming at you completely pre-recorded from a split-level cave 20 miles below the surface of the earth and we are proud to be a member of the odd pods media network so i guess i mean let's just get on with this stupid show
0: Hi, I'm Tina Hadamio And I'm Hillary Dougherty. And we host the Muck Podcast, where we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. Hey, Tina, did you know that Elvis crashed the Nixon White House for the sole purpose of getting a DEA badge? And it worked? What? <laughs> <laughs> Or how a gun control advocate senator out of California engaged in gun trafficking with notorious gang leader, Shrimp Boy. (laughs) Shrimp Boy, I remember him. Okay, so you know we cover all of that and more from maladies, madness, mischief and murder in U.S. politics. And we also host a bi-weekly interview segment called Lil Muck. We interview politicians, journalists, activists, and others who share their experiences in politics. Find The Muck Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and check us out on social media at The Muck Podcast.
1: Are you ready? Hey. Oh hey! How are you doing? Have a seat. Have a drink. Boy, I can glad it's here. What I can use Where's Lala?
2: You know, John, one of my favorite things is we get called out pretty consistently on uh, social media and stuff because our theme song is quote-unquote a bop.
1: Oh, it is a bop. It slaps. Is it It, fire?
2: It's fire. It's fire.
1: Yeah, so thank the composer.
2: Yeah, Jason Irvin, my friend, um, wrote, he composed and, and performed our theme song, and it really, it does totally slap. So, uh, yeah, I want to welcome everybody to the Beard Al podcast. It's the podcast where we talk about two of the greatest things in the world, beer and Weird Al. And I'm still Lauren.
1: And I'm still John.
2: And today we're coming at you with, uh, uh, this is like a really unusual type of episode for us because we're not talking about a song. We're not really talking about a Weird Al topic. We are. Well, it's uh,
1: a Weird Al topic.
2: It is a Weird Al topic, but, you know, it, it is. But it's very personal to us because we are recapping our uh, recent experience at the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent ill-advised vanity tour. Where we were fortunate enough to have VIP tickets for the May 14th show at the FM Kirby Center in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Yep. And uh, it was magnificent. At the FM
1: Kirby Center.
2: The FM Kirby Center for the Performing Arts.
1: Performing, performing
2: parts. farts. <laughs> yeah, so it was great. We went as a f- family unit. Oops, so I, yep. This is like one of the first things that we did. I was like mom and dad and you and me and just us four in a really long V-V time. VV
1: long time, yeah.
2: And I, I can't think of anything more Al appropriate for it to be than for us to do a Weird owl VIP experience together because – Weird Al is definitely like the, the one of the big unifying threads for the four of us.
1: I uh, yeah, I would put that up there.
2: Yeah. Like he's he's the thing, you know? Cuz
1: yeah.
2: mom and dad listened to Weird Al before either of us existed and then we kind of, you know, took on the whole Weird Al fandom and it was just like, no, this is what the Carries do. Yeah. We we like Weird Al. And so, we've
1: embraced our weird. We've, we've all decided to be weird, and that's just how it is.
2: That's how it goes. I had to pop myself a beer. So uh I had to do it. I had to do it. I don't care. Um,
1: I put in a slim whitman tape. My, my oh, wife that's
2: put on a brand
1: new wrong part of the song, actually. It doesn't matter.
2: Well, you're, We're just so, wrong there. you're just so overwhelmed by its sheer immensity. And yeah. we were both kind of overwhelmed by the sheer immensity of, the like, the moments that happened surrounding our VIP experience at the unfortunate return of the Ridiculously Self-Adulted Nullivized Vanity Tour. And so, how do, let's let's talk about our beers first, because this is the Beard podcast, so we talk yeah, about beer.
1: We do talk about beer. What uh, do you have?
2: I have, um, I love the Voodoo Ranger series from New Belgium. And luckily for me, at the Publix stores recently, the uh new Belgian beers were <laughs> buy one, get one free, six packs. Mm-hmm. So I got um I got two different varieties, and the one I have right now is the Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. Um, and I decided to to drink this to talk about our VIP experience at the Unfortunate Return of the Ridiculously self identified vanity tour. Because, like, it's so wonderful that you kind of find yourself in a haze for a little bit afterwards. Mm-hmm. Because it's yeah. it's it's one of the best things that could happen. Your buzz, you got
1: a buzz going.
2: You got a buzz for Al. So, oh, that can is tie dye. Oh yeah! Look, look at that.
1: Hmm. Is that the beer that you're going to use for your bread? Ooh bitch
2: it might be
0: <laughs> yeah okay
2: oh that might that's good <laughs> that's a good idea i mean if you didn't listen last week when we talked about uh me getting some uh a mix for for beer bread and john recommended i put a juicy hazy ipa in there and the fact that i have juicy haze ipa kind of lends itself pretty well to going in the beer bread
1: yeah <clears throat> So what's your percentage? What's your IBUs? What's your what's oh. going on there?
2: Oh, it's 7.5% uh, alcohol by volume. And um, it is brewed and canned by New Belgian Brewing in Fort Collins, Colorado, and Asheville, North Carolina. So I would guess that the ones that make it to Florida are the ones that are brewed and canned in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Yes,
1: I would imagine so. Due to the fact that that's closer? Yes.
2: Huh. Ash- Asheville, North Carolina, by the way, is quite the... Uh, the beer beer destination I was gonna say beer destination,
1: um, yeah, so I don't um, is that anywhere near Athens? Athens is in Georgia, oh, you're right, I'm sorry, where am i what am I thinking? I was trying to think of somewhere else in Asheville, and I thought of Terrapin, which is in Athens, Georgia, and I'm like, oh, is that anywhere near there, but it's not, no, well, it might be. No, it's a whole state away.
2: Yeah. I don't know. 42 IBUs.
1: 42. 42.
2: 42. 42. IBUs on this new Belgian beer. Um Nice. Yeah. It's nice. Like it's it's light. It's a refreshing um it doesn't it tastes like it's a little lower in ABV than it is. Do you know what I mean? Cuz like 7.5 isn't like super high, but it's also not super low.
1: Mhm. Right. But
2: this tastes more like a like a 5%er? Oh, okay. So it's a little sense. sneaky. Mhm. I love a good sneaky beer too. Um the other one um that I got, it's Juice Force, it's an Imperial Hazy IPA, 9.2, really sneaky. Mhm. Like super sneaky. Like this is like spy versus spy crazy sneaky stuff.
1: Wow! Spy versus Spy, Mad TV. You're bringing in the whole poster from the show into it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: I am. Uh, anywhere, th- anyway, the beer I have is from uh Benny Brew. I like Benny. in uh, it says Wilkes-Barre, um, but it's more like between yeah. Hanover and Nanacoke.
2: Yeah, it's Hanover. I would
1: call it Hanover. Hanover. Um, Whoop. Yeah, Hanover Township. Um. It's called Haina or Gosa mm. because that is a very Nipah thing to say, Haina or no. Mm-hmm. So, uh and since we saw him in Wilkesbury, Yep. I figured I would bring some Wilkesbury beer to, to the show. I think that's great. So you brought your Wilkesbury donuts. And my backup is one I've already had on the show before, but it was a while ago. And, um... The, the song I had it with he actually played so it kind of relates
2: that's great so yeah um let's just to set the stage ha, 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 for people uh regarding this so when this tour was announced um it, it was he said you know that he's going to be in Wilkesbury at the FM Kirby Center on May 14th and we have in the year of our Lord 2022 uh, yes we saw weird Al at the Kirby before. Um, In '99 or 2000? Yeah, I think it so. it was the
1: Running with Scissors tour. So I'm not sure if it was '99 or 2000 that he toured, or we saw him, but, but it was go- around that time frame.
2: It was around that time frame. Um, so we'd seen him at this venue before. Um, but we were not, you know, we weren't talking about him as much as we do now. We were just, you know, kids who were fans, and so we got this. You know, we organized as a family unit, got the tickets, second row VIP, all that stuff. And, um, you know, so I flew up, you know, Mm -hmm. real quick whirlwind trip for me. I got there Friday, left Sunday. The concert was Saturday. Um, so it was basically weird. All the time is what this whole entire trip was. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so, you know, it was definitely very interesting, um, to be at a weird Al show, um, doing the vip now that we are part of the weird al uh community in the way that we are that we right been. we
1: are part of the weird al universe almost
2: yeah yeah and so prior to this you know i had people reach out to me saying like oh i'm gonna be there or you know all this that mm-hmm. and the other and so it was definitely you know weird because i had gone out with mom um, Saturday afternoon, you know, we just went to a couple local coffee shops and stuff up there, and my phone keeps going off with like people, like you know, I'm gonna be like, we'll meet up in the lobby, like or this that, and the other, and mm-hmm. like I'm like in my phone in the car with mom, and mom's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I got weirdo stuff to do, like that, ah, ah. yeah, you know, I'm like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm important, you know, <laughs> like what's going on? So I guess. Let's recount the experience from dinner onwards.
1: Friday dinner or Saturday dinner?
2: I mean, we can do Friday dinner if you want to. Cause
1: I mean, because we- you did your little bit of karaoke-ness at Sabatini's.
2: We did. Yeah, yeah. okay. Because, you know, people who follow the Beard Out podcast on Twitter know that, like, Friday night is usually my karaoke night, but did not go to karaoke due to the fact that i was not there
1: defect. due to the fact
2: due to the fact so uh you know we put some weird out on the on the touch tunes at sabatini's pizza up there in uh, exeter pennsylvania and got a video of us jamming out to some tacky yeah and you know one of my favorite comments on that video that i put on twitter was a uh, it was Hillary from a uh, fellow odd pods media network show the muck podcast she uh-huh. she saw a mom in it and she goes, "Holy crap, that is your mom, yeah, like <laughs> like that's yeah. definitely your mom yeah like yep cannot yep. deny that,
1: nope. yeah, neither of us can deny either of our parents, nope,
2: no nope. you see them we're like, oh yeah, that's their that's that's their progeny right there yep that, yeah. that happened
1: that right there is it, their that right
2: there. Yep, that, that came from them. That's uh, the fruit of them, their loins. That's, that's for sure.
1: Um, <laughs> the fruit of them, their looms. The fruit of them, their looms. <laughs> the, the fruit of the loom.
2: Uh, Yeah, so, you know, we had a good time with that, and so we got the ball rolling on the weird alness of the weekend fairly early. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then Saturday, you know, I woke up that day, like, knowing that I had other things to do during the day, but like I already felt the weird owl of it all, kind of in my, in my bones. Right.
1: Yeah, I was like, "Oh,
2: this is the day. This is going to be a very, very good day."
1: Uh huh.
2: And so, what? Mom took me to two different coffee shops, um, that are up there. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna drop them. We went to um, Mattern's Coffee Shop.
1: Yeah, it's right on Mark like Market Street in
2: Kingston. It's very pink, very posh. Uh
1: huh.
2: And then we went to uh, uh, the Looking Glass Cafe, which. We got a real big kick out of when we got there because um, the door says LGC, which stands for Looking Glass Cafe, Oh, my yeah. initials are also LGC. Yeah. And so mom was like, we well, need to get a picture of you with that door. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and this is my door. <laughs> uh, and we had a lovely time, you know, then uh, got back to the house and started priming for the concert.
1: Yep. You put on your OG Ramble boost.
2: Yeah. So, talk a bit about the shirts.
1: So, yeah, um, the the Roosevelt shirts that I talk about quite frequently, and I pretty much wear a Roosevelt shirt every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I may appear right now like I'm not wearing any Roosevelts, but uh oh, gonna stand up. Oh no! Oh, you got Roosevelt's bottoms on. Yeah, I've got I've got shorts on.
2: Are they? Is that a lemon all over them?
1: Yes, they're lemons. This is called uh, lemon chilo.
2: Okay, very good.
1: Yeah, uh, they are. They're they're they work like swim trunks, you know. Okay. But they're also just comfortable shorts. That's right. Um, anyway, no, I uh, so I wear uh, Roosevelt's almost every day, and um, I knew that they were releasing. Um, the LaCroix line that they had put out a while ago, but in like a bunch more colors. And so originally I'm like, Hey Lauren, what color do you want? And so got you the pink one, got me the purple one. And then mom and dad were like, Oh yeah, we should all wear these to weird Al. So I'm like, okay. I looked and saw what they had left in stock because as we know, those shirts sell out rather quickly. Yep. And uh, they had yellow in mom's and pink in dad's size. So you and dad both wore pink. The OG Ramble boots. Mm-hmm. I had purple, which is Plum Lake, and mom had the yellow, which was Lemon Squeezy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and so we we wore we all wore our Lacroix shirts to the concert, and I took a picture of the four of us in our seats and I posted it to the Facebook group and the first like on the photo less than a minute or maybe even two minutes after I posted it, the owner of Roosevelt's liked the photo.
2: That's great.
1: So yeah, he knows that, that we did our weird out outing in Roosevelt's while we were daring to be stupid and daring mighty things.
2: Yeah. It's it, so cool. I mean, that's so cool. And I think, you know, the spirit uh, of the, the whole Roosevelt shirt thing is definitely in line with the spirit of all of the like the weird. Right. Just embracing
1: embracing your weird embracing yeah. just like, you know. OK, so I'm a shirt nerd now. Like, it's
2: okay.
1: whatever. I wear fun shirts. I it's just a way of me saying, you know. I think these shirts look good. I don't care what you think. I'm going to wear it.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Like, you do that. I mean, I wear my Weird Al right. shirts every day, and so we just kind of mm-hmm. going out there in the world like, nope, this is this is what I enjoy, and this is what I'm going to continue to do. And we and- both
1: get compliments. You get tons of comments and compliments on your shirts, and I get tons of comments and compliments on mine. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, it, like, it's literally just us being us, and that uh-huh. is a thing that we learned from Weird Al. Mm-hmm was just to be yourself and people are gonna like you for you. You don't mm-hmm. have to pretend for anybody else. And um so what, we, we went to um we went to Redano's uh for dinner before the show, which is a restaurant right next to the FM Kirby Center. And yep. this the four of us wearing these matching shirts in this restaurant. And it's one of those things like if you're a kid or a teenager and like you're with your family and you're all wearing matching clothes, like you're going to be embarrassed. Yeah. You know, you're going to be like, people are looking at us. People are staring. People are making, you know, I'm at the age I don't care us. anymore. You know, right? And like none of us cared. Like we're right. just like, no, nope. like this. We're here. We're doing this. And because what I had my shirt, I had my fanny pack. I had my beard out podcast shirt on under it you know and i'm just like i am owning 100 percent of what is happening here mm-hmm. and we just did that and then the next thing you know we're sitting there and we commandeered the touch tunes at redano's with like 30 minutes of weird owl music while we were eating
1: <laughs> well that and uh dad put in two 20 minute songs right yeah. <laughs> oh no that was at sabatini's the night before he put in um uh what was the first song he put i know he did in a god
2: echoes
1: no it was like my girl or no um no the other one not my girl it's all right papa was a rolling stone it's all right no i forget now it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's just a long one yeah yeah vivi long song
2: vivi long song and uh, so, you know, we commandeered the jukebox at this restaurant, and then we went over to the FM Kirby Center to check in for our VIP experience
0: mm-hmm.
2: for the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent ill-advised vanity tour.
1: Yep. So we got there. Of which the uh, – it was at that time that we all got our bags of Jackson Park espresso. hmm And so I think it was a strategic move to give out the coffee at that time. Because everybody is standing in this small room holding bags of coffee and the room smelled more like coffee than, than people.
2: People. Yeah. That was very smart. <laughs> um and so It was a
1: a very warm room as well. Yeah. So they, yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And they were smart about it too, because everybody got your VIP lanyard, which is super cool. Yeah. And then everybody had a sticker. With
1: what, your name on. With your
2: name on it to go to the meet and greet. And mm-hmm. so um so those are the two things that you needed to proceed through the, you know, the meet and greet after the show, and so once they let us through,
1: my wife has returned with my iced coffee. Oh, you're oh boy! I'm taking uppers and downers. We doing pills. uppers and downers.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so John's got iced coffee and beer now. What flavor have, do you yeah. have there?
1: Um. Dunkin' Donuts large iced original coffee with cream.
2: Okay. Okay. I got the one I'm I am doing ha-
1: uppers and downers.
2: Yeah. The one I got earlier today, I got skim milk and mocha. Ah, there you go. Yeah.
1: Matcha. Matcha. No, not matcha, mocha. Mo-ca. Mocha. Mocha.
2: Um, I've been watching a lot of the Great British Baking Show, and they don't say mocha. They say, and I'm going to flavor this with mocha.
1: Yeah. Mocha. Mocha. Now, mocha. What is mocha technically? Is it just know. chocolate coffee? I do Probably? Wait a minute. I'll go check. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'll go check. <laughs> Flippin' <laughs> A. What is what mocha? What
2: is mocha?
1: A cafe mocha, also called chino is a chocolate-flavored warm beverage that is a variant of a cafe latte commonly served in a glass rather than a mug. Other commonly used spellings are mochaccino and also mochaccino. <laughs> that works better when you're reading it and not speaking it because I read those three words the same way, kind of like um, the, the, the joke or, or the, the saying, you say potato, I say potato. Yeah. That only works in spoken word, not when you're reading it, because yeah, you're, you're gonna see... read it the same way twice.
2: Yeah, oh I saw a meme. <laughs> you say
1: potato, I, I say, you potato. say potato.
2: I saw a meme today. It was the the neck of a vase and it had like two little handles on it that were kind of like yeah. look looked like shoulders. And it was like that look you get when you say vase instead of vase and the vase yeah. would be yeah. sassy. Yeah. <laughs> but so it's still actually, V A S E kind of... V A S E.
1: Yeah, vase, vase. Vase vase, vase vase. Vase vase. Um I should have said tomato, tomato, instead of potato, potato, because um, yesterday we put together a shopping list and um, Cece took the shopping list and said, wait a minute, I need to put tomatoes on the shopping list. So I'm like, OK, here's the shopping list. Here's a pen right on this table. I'll spell tomato for you. And if you try to ri- if you want to write it, go ahead. T. Oh, I spelled that Tomato. She did a really good job. Really? Yes. And if you actually look at the Cecilia Joe Google Photos album, there's a video of her doing this. Is there a photo of the uh,
2: final project?
1: You'll see it in the video, yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Dad said her handwriting is better than mine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. She really did do a good job.
1: She
0: did.
2: That's pretty great. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah. Where were we? Um, I. We got You in. said something about mocha. We were talking about coffee. The, the coffee. coffee at the VIP. We. Because. And then my wife returned with my iced coffee. Mm-hmm. And then you said that you got a mocha. choca, latte. Espresso. Americano. Yeah. With skim milk or whatever.
2: Yeah, it was just an iced coffee. It yeah. was nothing And to then me. I said I was
1: taking uppers and downers. And then, yeah.
2: Yeah, all right. Okay, so then we got the in. VIP
1: experience, we got in.
2: We got in. And I had pre-ordered my merchandise, so all mm-hmm. I had to do was go up to the counter and uh, pick it up. I got a T-shirt, I got an enamel pin, and I got a keychain.
1: There you go. I did not pre-order my merchandise, so I went up to the merch tent. We were the... Maybe the first people at the merch tent.
2: Yeah, we were actually because we, we were we busted down those doors.
1: Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, so I got the the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, you did. And I got the pledge pin, the enamel mm-hmm. pin. Mm-hmm. The the pin is now proudly on my disc golf bag.
2: Nice. Yeah, that's
1: great. it's on my putter pouch. Oh, it's on
2: I your have, putt- It's on the putter I pouch have, of your disc golf bag. It's on
1: the putter pouch of my disc golf bag. I have a number of pins. It's beautiful. A number of them are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles themed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The Weird Al one. There's a Power Rangers one. Yeah.
2: That's great. I mean, it's very you bag. Yeah. So we get through, and then they open the doors to the theater for the Weird Al Jeopardy.
1: Wow, what a show.
2: Because they let you all in. Didn't really matter where you sat, but we ended up... We just sat in our seats because like, they were in the zone for the Weird Al Jeopardy anyway, so we're like, well, we're just going to mm-hmm. be where we're going to be. And the way the Weird Al Jeopardy works, for those that don't know, it's for the people who have the VIP. So you get in there, and it's a Jeopardy game, um, but it's mm-hmm. all Weird Al themed. and Weird Al trivia. You you can sign up ahead of time when you pick up your VIP stuff, and they've got a big drum, and they they pull names out of it to come play Weird Al Jeopardy. Here's what
1: happened. None of us were called.
2: None of us were called. The three who did get called, nobody had a response to the first uh, clue. So the host...
1: No, I thought I thought the one got it wrong. Like, they, nobody had the right answer, but one person actually rang in and got it wrong.
2: Okay, well, nobody had a correct yeah. response. How about that? Yeah. To the first one. So... The host brings a question to the crowd, and John, have you ever seen my arm shoot up faster than that? I was like, I was no, like No, but kid. I also
1: haven't had you haven't had the the need to shoot your arm up. That's true. Quickly around me in a long time, maybe on a roller coaster. Wee! Ah, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick sidebar. What's your favorite roller coaster? Oh
2: my god, John, I'm not the Phoenix.
1: The Phoenix, yeah, that's mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Yeah. It's classic. Anyway.
2: Anyway, uh and then the host sees me and like I shout out, you know, money for nothing slash Beverly Hillbillies. Right? And then uh-huh. he kick he kicks off one of the contestants. He just says, like Ariana, you're gone. You're new, Ariana. He points <laughs> at me and I come I come up and I take the I take the spot. hmm And at which point I believe I left my body a little bit. Because I wanted nothing more than to play Weird Al Jeopardy, and I all of a sudden find myself with the opportunity to play Weird Al Jeopardy. And this was all I wanted in that moment, and it was happening. And uh, I was equal parts like excited and nervous. I was like, oh my god, I don't want to make a fool of myself.
1: Right. Yeah, long story short. You ended up with the uh the highest legitimate score recorded in Weird Al Jeopardy history.
2: That is a fact. Yeah, three thousand one hundred and sixty points.
1: Nice. Is that going to be your new pin? <laughs> no. no. Not now. Do- now that we've put it not on the podcast. Now. <laughs> <laughs> not now it's not third not 3160 not 0613
2: (laughs) so i i got a metal
1: is it actually metal or is it it's metal
2: it's not plastic it's metal okay Um, it's great i i have it hanging on my wall now i I nailed a nail into the wall and this is hanging on it so i can take Mm -hmm. the metal down whenever i want to and just like wear it casually I've worn it in like meetings at work and be like oh by the way i won one weird
1: jumper. yeah
2: <laughs> um so that was awesome and then that ends and we've got a little bit of time before the show starts and we got to do a little bit of mingling people came over to us and, uh-huh. and said hey beard Owl podcast
1: yeah and also Ariana came by and said oh thank god Because I'm here for my husband He's the Weird Al fan I didn't know anything
2: (laughs) Yeah so I felt less bad About taking her spot after she came over and said I'm really she's like You did more with my name than I ever could have (laughs) Right (laughs) And so That was cool Uh, So we had people come over And then I went out to the lobby And I got to meet um, Dave and Ethan From Dave and Ethan's 2000 inch Weird Al podcast yeah, which was very nice, you know, and we think that we are, you know, we did this and I'm doing the VIP again here in Florida in October. And I'm like, oh, this is exciting. Dave and Ethan are each going to like 30 plus shows on this
1: tour. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I'm like to have the time and money to do that. You know, I would I would, lo- I would love that's, what
1: three hundred dollars a show.
2: Yeah, I mean they're not all doing the VIP like at all of them. Oh, you know, uh, but they're going, they're doing the thing. Like I'm like mad respect. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, um, where am I even going with this? Okay, so we meet people, we do things, and then the show starts.
1: Yeah, it starts with um, the first live rendition of Fun Zone I've ever seen.
2: Yeah. Uh, which is super cool. So yeah, they did Fun Zone, and then Weird Al comes out and he rips right into Melanie. Yeah. So that was
1: a yeah.
2: It was awesome, and uh, we don't need to run down the entire set list of this because people
1: the set list just let's it. just do some of the highlights He's like out ones there. that we haven't seen before. Because let's think about it. I've this is probably my eighth or ninth Weird Al show,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and I figured oh if there was a song that he was going to play on tour i would have seen it by now and so like okay i i figured like i'm i've seen everything that he's going to play already it's just going to be in a new new order of things mhm that was wrong <laughs> um <laughs> had we ever seen him we've seen him do horoscope before right not
2: that I can recall.
1: All right. So then maybe not. Um, but he played that. He played. Um, I don't think we've ever seen him do Christmas at Ground Zero.
2: We've never seen him do Christmas at Ground Zero. No, I
1: don't think we've ever seen him do buy me a condo.
2: No, no. And I loved the way he introduced that, by the way. And he's like, and <laughs> yeah, now for the cultural appropriation portion of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like hashtag self-aware weirdo. Yeah. There were other moments of self-awareness in this, which I also appreciate. Which we'll before.
1: touch on later. Yeah. As, like the one main one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, I Part of me left my body again uh, when I heard the beginning of Velvet Elvis.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was a big one.
2: That was huge. And, yeah. you know, like we've talked a little bit about how, and we're going to touch on this a little bit later in this episode also, but how our... Uh, You know, opinions and kind of, like, personal takes on different Weird Al songs change and fluctuate over time. Mm -hmm. Like, if you'd asked me a year ago if I would have freaked out over Velvet Elvis, the answer would be no. But I really, over the past year, have come to, like, Velvet Elvis has kind of come into its own for me personally. And so when I heard the beginning of Velvet Elvis, did you see, me? I think like I lifted myself up out of my chair with my arms and like I kicked and I was like, John, Velvet Elvis?"
1: yeah, yeah, like I, I'm going to have to agree with you because like the last like uh, probably about a year ago was when I really started to almost. I'm going to use the word notice. That's when I noticed Velvet Elvis. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, I've listened to it. I've heard it. In my childhood and in 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 my youth and in the past, but like last year, I'm mowing the lawn, and Velvet Elvis comes on, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I appreciate it more as a police pastiche because mm-hmm. you know I like you just like I understand and appreciate more now that we have started the podcast. I more appreciate oh. I see what he was going for. How well did he do it? He nailed it. He nailed the police.
2: It's like synchronicity era police. Like Yes,
1: he he nailed that. And then, like, I think I've talked about it before. That one chord at the end of the first chorus. I'm going to say it's not as good live, just because you don't hear all of the the resonation. Mm -hmm. But, like it was still like that was amazing so good. it was it was just so good to hear such a uh an underappreciated diamond in the rough
2: it's yes it's brilliant it's absolutely brilliant.
1: seek out the diamond in the diamond in the rough Cece's on an Aladdin kick Uh, (laughs) every night. She's like, we're like, what do you want to watch? Jasmine. I want to watch Jasmine. Okay. Okay. And it's the cartoon one. Thank goodness. Do not like the live action one all that much.
2: I have never seen the live action one. I. I do not recognize the live action Disney films. They are not part of my. Um, They're not part of my belief system.
1: I like The Jungle Book one and The Lady and the Tramp one is passable.
2: I didn't even know that one existed.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's pretty decent. Like um I don't remember honestly much of the cartoon one. I sure I watched it growing up.
2: We went to the Gateway Movie Theater and saw The Jungle Book.
1: Oh no, I love the Jungle Book cartoon. But I'm saying like as far as the live action movies to the cartoon, the Jungle Book like I'll accept it. The Lion King no.
2: Yeah, I am not I I will not watch them unless I like I absolutely have to. But back to the show. I digest. I digest. Um what else did he... He did uh, Midnight Star, which I don't think we've seen oh,
1: before. Yeah, that was another one we've never seen that was like I was super excited about. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because that's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Now, I'm sure... I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, mom and dad like have heard all of the Weird Al songs. I'm not entirely sure how much they appreciate the, uh, the uniqueness of... Of this show, how it was, because mm-hmm. we were sitting at dinner and we were talking about potential things that we might see, see. and Mom was like, "Oh, he's not going to play white and nerdy or tacky." And I'm like, "No, this is all originals. This is no parodies." Like also on this one. Um, you've seen you've
2: seen this tour before.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's okay,
2: but you know. That's oh boy, you're oh a lion's head. Very good. That's also Now, as I touched on before,
1: I just alright, so I just popped myself a beer.
2: Do you need me to do it?
1: I had to pop myself a beer. <laughs> good. Um I remember <laughs> I had I had this beer with um your horoscope for today. Mm. Because lion's head Leo.
2: Gotcha.
1: This is another weird, uh, another uh, Wilkes-Barre brewed beer. That's why I, I did it. I love and it. And it ties in because he played the song that I had already paired it with at the show.
2: I love that. And now you may find it inconceivable, or at the very least a bit unlikely, that the relative position of the planets and the stars could have a special deep significance or meaning that exclusively applies to only you. But let me give you my assurance that these forecasts and predictions are all based on solid scientific documented evidence. And you would have to be some kind of moron not to realize that every single one of them is absolutely true. Where was
1: I? I? Before I so rudely interrupted us with popping myself a second beer.
2: Yeah. Uh, Oh, he did Albuquerque. Which we've seen a We have of times. Seen,
1: we have seen him play that song before, A. A. B, we've seen him play that at the Kirby. Yes.
2: Because. And so
1: we knew one thing was coming.
2: We knew one thing that. was coming. Oh, my God. And he. he well, okay, but before we get to that, can we talk? Because this part comes before. The other cultural part,
1: appropriation.
2: The other. Bit. Hash Brown. Wolf self-aware. Album, self-aware. Self-aware. Yeah. Right. When he gets to the hermaphrodite with the flock of seagulls haircut, he stops and he goes, so at the time I thought this was a scientific term for somebody with like two different sets of genitalia. But like I was wrong and I'm sorry, you know, And I was like, Mm. "Hmm. yeah, "Hmm. that's great. So, But also, "Hmm." also that
1: whole moment is just comedic in its own way, you know, because like you're you're in the flow of the song and then just all of a sudden hard cut, hard cut, hard cut. (laughs) And it's like, I'm sorry. (laughs)
2: <laughs> i'm sorry for what i didn't know 25 years ago
1: <laughs> yeah it's great so, like it's it was a genuine apology but it was also very comedic in nature
2: yeah and that's yeah that's how that's weird out for you right there um but yeah so for those that don't know when he gets to the part where he's trying to order some donuts which sidebar the final jeopardy question was named yes. two of the types of donuts that he tried to order in albuquerque pastries w- pastries sorry I went with bear claw and apple fritter.
1: Yes. I I would have said jelly donut and bear claw.
2: Yeah. I just, the apple fritter line always sticks out. You got any apple fritters? Yeah. I don't know. Um, But anyway, when he does Albuquerque live, particularly in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Well, I've heard,
1: I've heard that he expands the berries elsewhere. Like he does, he does that bit. But I don't think he does the last bit anywhere else.
2: Anywhere else, and so he goes through all these different kinds of berries. He must have done like a dozen different berries. Mm, way more. He's like, you gotta need elderberry donuts.
1: You gotta any... need no, lingonberry donuts.
2: You gotta got need gooseberry, gooseberry donuts. donuts? <laughs> and he goes huckleberry donuts. donuts. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. You got any Halle Berry donuts? Like, yeah. he, he went through all of these and then, and t- like, and we knew it was coming. And I was like, Yeah, we did. I'm like, I'm waiting for like it. in tight. like, every
1: berry, I'm like, Yep, yep, that's another berry. Yep. Yep, yep that's another berry. Yep. I'm just waiting for it. I'm just that's another to- berry. Because
2: we've seen this before. We know <laughs> what's coming. <laughs> I know it's
1: <what's> coming.
2: <laughs> and then he goes, You got, he got any, any Wilkes Berry donuts? donuts? And we're like, yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
2: cool. So cool. We knew, nice. yep. we knew it
1: was coming yeah we knew it was coming and then um what at the end of the song he or the in the last verse of it he acts like he's lost his train of thought and he's like i gotta start over and they legitimately start the song over and do the first verse again
2: yeah like, and for, like, then like, he's like oh no
1: it. i remember now yeah <laughs> yeah and it's so cool you looked at me because you, you
2: didn't even know that like I was is like, this real
1: is that like, is it? For, like do is the whole song again is this happening
2: <laughs> <laughs> so fabulous yeah. yeah and oh can we talk about i mean i'm gonna like spoil a surprise a little bit for some people but the dare to be stupid on this now because if you saw the first um round of the ridiculously self-indulgent ill-advised vanity tour he did dare to be stupid in the style of the grateful dead but yeah, on right. the unfortunate- I knew he
1: did it in a different style, but I couldn't remember what it was. It yeah. was Grateful Dead. Okay. Grateful Dead,
2: yeah. And so then on the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent ill-advised vanity tour, he did Dare to be Stupid, like- like lounge, lounge Lizard. Lounge Lizard? Yeah. Do you remember what I said to you while he was doing that? I elbowed you, and like I, my eyes were all wide, and I was like, this is a revelation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> because it's an absolute because revelation.
1: you think about it, and, like, okay, so you can play any song, like, almost in any style, but, like, Lounge Lizard, it's heavily based in jazz, and mm-hmm. if you know anything about jazz, is that there's so many strange chords going on. Yeah. And this Lounge Lizard version, you hear, like, these strange dissonant chords in the vocals and the guitars and it's like man for you to have to sing that every show that is a performance
2: yeah for sure
1: i for sure you've been you've been out of music performance for a while now Mm -hmm. it's fair to say
2: yeah
1: and so when i would play a piece with the, with the Wilkes civic band. Sometimes you'd get like these, these strange modern, like very modern composed pieces that have real strange chords. And every time you play it, it's like, this sounds wrong. I know I'm playing my right note, but this sounds wrong. This (laughs) can't be like, and so like for that lounge lizard. And like, there were so many, of those chords that I'm thinking to myself, man, that sounds wrong. But that's no, that's how it is. That's how that's wrong.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was so you know it was so cool. It was like so, so really cool. many
1: parallel thirds and parallel fifths that are going on and it's like ah this is wrong. Uh-huh. You can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. But guess what? We live in a society. society. You can't
2: do it <laughs> But yeah, the, the concert, you know, was fabulous, and that ended, and uh, then they wrangle up the VIP people, the VIP people, <laughs> people,
1: <laughs> Beep people, Beep
2: people, Beep people,
1: Beep people, 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 my pee-pee poll, that's where I pee-pee, <laughs> <My> uh, <pee-pee-pole. laughs> my pee-pee poll, uh, no. No.
2: No, 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 um, no. so anyhow, uh, they gather up the, the people for the VIPs event, and, um. The way they did it, I thought, was really great because they got you all in a line. You do the picture first, and then you do the signing second. Uh, So it went very smoothly, I thought. Um, So the way they were doing the picture was, like, obviously there was a protective screen between Al and you to, you know. Mm -hmm. And they photoshopped it out um, fairly well. I feel like they definitely learned from some of the earlier shows on the tour to, like, photoshop it a little bit, like, closer together to make it look not so weird, Um, Because I think our picture kind of came out great. But here's the part that I loved.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
2: We get down there. It's you and me. We decide we're going to do the picture together. Yeah. And
1: that's when I let him know that my daughter loves his work as Wizard Jeff. uh Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, yeah, Wizard Jeff. Okay. Okay. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, you let him know that, and that was super. So I
1: tell Cece that all the time. Like Weird Al knows you love his vo- his work as Wizard Jeff. Oh, Wizard Jeff,
2: Wizard Jeff, while yeah, he was in. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's so cool. Uh, and JW, the the jeopardy host, uh-huh. when we get up there, and he's like, oh, and it's the folks from the Beard Al podcast. And do you remember Al kind of did the thing where he 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 was like, oh,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: you know, it's you guys. He got like he put his arms out in front of the little plastic thing, like he would have hugged us if he could have. Yeah, yeah, and that was just so nice. And he looked me dead in the eye and was like, I love your podcast. I'm like, oh, I love you though.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you have that in written proof now.
2: I have that in written proof now on my poster, which we'll get to in just a second. Um, but what do we do? We basically asked him, it was like in 3D hands, and he was like, Oh, yeah. I know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we all did the in 3D hands. And I think it's great because it's like me in the middle of you and Weird Al all doing the in 3D hands. It's like the best picture ever.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Because I think one thing I think it's great. Like I looked through all the other photos and it's like Weird Al doing like a point or like this and like a smile. Mm -hmm. He's not smiling at ours. (laughs) No,
2: he's not. Because we're like, no, we want the thing. We want the oh. We want the face. Yeah. We want the in. Yeah. And he knew what to do. And he did it he did it and i think that's like marvelous because uh, like you look at a lot of the um uh, the poses that he does and things and i'm looking right now across you know my, the room here on my wall i have the the newspaper article from when he did running the running with scissors tour at the kirby and it's a picture mm-hmm. it's a you know a promo picture from running with scissors where he's got his hands on his head and he's just like his eyes are big he's like oh you know he's not smiling He's not smiling in the dare to be stupid thing I have on the wall. He's not smiling in a lot of these things.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, cause it's just, you know, like, and I got my normal picture with Al the first time I met him where I'm like a geek and he's like, he's smiling yeah. and it's just like, okay. I'm like, you know what? I'm shooting my shot with this one. We're going to be weird. We're all just going to be weird.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
2: then we go back and then we do the second loop of the line where we get him to sign our posters. And, um, again, you know, uh, he's got the protective thing up and he's got his mask on at that point. And, um, you know, he'll, he'll personalize the autograph on the poster for you. So you got your name on your name tag and like, he wrote to to on online. And I literally asked, I was like, so do you remember how like a half hour ago, you said you liked my podcast. Can you write (laughs) that on my poster, please? Yeah. (laughs) And he wrote, I love the podcast. Exclamation point, Mm -hmm. exclamation point, X, Oh, comma, Weird Al Yankovic. So I got an XO as well.
1: Wow. So, okay, I could bring a Bare Naked Ladies thing into that. So uh, one of my... All right. I'll kind of rewind slightly. So if you remember a couple weeks ago, I asked you, hey, what do you like better, the live version of Brian Wilson or the album version of Brian Wilson? And Mm -hmm. it was like 100% live version. I'm like 80-20 on it because I I regularly listen to regularly listen to the album. So I'm like, okay, I could appreciate the album version. Um, But there's one song that's on the, that live record that they put out that the Brian Wilson one comes from. Mm -hmm. Uh, Straw Hat and Dirty Old Hank. Uh huh. And uh, there's a line in there. uh, I bet you don't write love each time you sign your checks. (laughs) And so you with your XO there, I bet you don't write love every autograph that you make there. No, yeah. I
2: mean, he doesn't. You know, I got, I got mine was a little special. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> then you go through, you get your signed. Mom and Dad go through and get their signed. And Mom got Al to write, Hi, <laughs> Jen, you are not tacky on her poster. <laughs> She is, so. Like, she owned it in our episode I about don't tacky. Understand. So Yeah. So,
1: what's the So, thing? I don't like, understand. Like, uh, like, why do you... Do you want to be tacky or do you want to not be tacky?
2: Like, what's... Yeah. Yeah. You know, because... Like, hey, Mom,
1: comment down below.
2: Comment below, Mom. Because, I mean, for... Uh, like, she is, but it's not, like, a bad thing. Right. Like, like we're all kind of tacky.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, I've got a lot of Crocs.
1: I've got the one pair of Crocs, but I wear them... Um, I wear them a fair bit. Regular, not like
2: regularly. Like just
1: more like around the house, around the yard.
2: Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that.
1: But people would say that my shirts are t- tacky. Fine.
2: So, so what? You live your life. You're not hurting exactly. Everybody. And that's the whole thing. Um, but oh my gosh, it was the best time. And I gave you my Jackson Park Espresso.
1: I love the Jackson Park Espresso. It's honestly some of the, ba- the my favorite coffee.
2: That's great. That's yeah. pretty good. So then you got two. I'm gonna have it. to
1: make it since it's summertime. I I am like half and half in the mornings of whether or not I want to make myself a cup of coffee at home or if I want to get an iced coffee on the way out. Mm-hmm. So I I think I'm gonna start making iced coffee. And so then that way I'm I'm not gonna have to go buy an iced coffee on my way to work in the mornings. So yeah,
2: that's great. I you know, you do that with the Jackson Park Espresso. I think that'll be hey, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. A- and uh so then I had my poster and mom had offered to have that shipped to me.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> um,
2: which very sweet, very sweet to offer, but there was no way I was letting that out of my possession. Right. For any amount of time. any
1: reason. Yeah. And
2: so, you know, you luckily had some nice rubber bands. I rolled it up very gently. And
1: Is it it turned out okay when you got home? Like totally it's not fine. like priest yeah. or anything. No, it's okay. Totally because
2: I rolled it up real gentle and like it's totally fine. Um and uh yeah, so all through the airport, like that literally did not leave me. Good. Like I was like, nope, 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 nope. So, you know, get through security, I do that. Because baby, I'm the bomb, and <laughs> I like my first flight. Like I'm sitting, and like that's like between me and the and the window. It's like right there, it's yeah, like right next to me. I'm like, nope, this isn't going anywhere. The second flight, I was able to get it in the in the overhead. In the overhead,
1: like last, so that way somebody's not gonna like smash it with their big ol' carry on, yeah, big old
2: carry on. Yeah, no. So I was I was real careful. About like where I put it up there and everything like it was like the end. I was like, I was like, no, we're shutting this bin. Um, so yeah. that, it was safe and it's totally fine. And, you know, I, I had a friend of mine actually recommend. So I have to work on getting it framed. But a friend of mine actually said, like, when you get that frame, get it with the the UV treated glass. So nothing. OK, so. The,
1: to OK, yeah.
2: And so that that is 100 percent the plan. For that, because like I have an autograph from when I saw the strings attached to her, and I have my autograph from um Nathan Raymond's uh colored in coloring book. So I already have two weird out autographs before. Right. But this one says to Lauren with something specific to me. Right. Right. So you know, this is this is more special.
1: Yeah, more especial.
2: It's more especial.
1: Yes. So
2: But it was great. And I'm really glad that I got to experience this with you and with mom and dad. And I think it was like a super fun thing for us to do. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing this tour again. Hoping I get to see some different songs. And can we get cereal for a second? Yeah. Because not long after we saw Al um, on May 14th, Al had to postpone several dates because he Mm -hmm. became positive for COVID. And people, having gone through this VIP line, it's very explicit on your VIP instructions that you should be wearing your mask during the VIP portion of the event. So when you are near Weird Al, wear the mask. And one thing I noticed was virtually no one was doing that. He had the mask, he had the protective thing, and, you know, all that.
1: But... I understand during the photo line. You don't want the... To be fiddling with your mask when you're getting ready for your photo. I get that. But for the autograph line, come on, people.
2: Like, I get there's only so much that people can do. But, like, this man has put together such an extensive tour for us Mm -hmm. after not being able to tour for such a long time. And barely a couple weeks into it, he gets COVID, and like I know he's fine because like he's a healthy guy, and like all this, that, and the other. Yeah, but and he's
1: he's vaxxed and boosted. He said boosted. in his post, he's vaxxed yeah. and
2: double boosted. You know, and but at the same time, like people, you want keep Weird Al safe, like protect this uh-huh. man. He does so much for us. You can put a mask on your face for fifteen minutes, right? Okay, to keep him safe.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Let's let's kind of do a, a little spin-off of what you just said there. So, um, you brought up the point he hasn't toured in a while. So, why tour now? I think that this might potentially be the last tour with all of the band. Interesting. Because if you think about it, Steve J in particular is getting up there. And at the end of the show, he was looking pretty tired.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're all in their 60s now. Al is the youngest member of that no, band.
1: No, Steve J is 71. Okay. Cool. Well, right then. So it's like, I think they're touring now to get this one last big tour with all of them. Mm. You know?
2: And we don't, again, we don't Which know any sad. of that for sure. It's
1: sad to think about that. Uh-huh. I don't know any of that for sure, but it's just something to think about. Like, why tour now? When you haven't toured for the last two plus years,
0: mm-hmm.
1: why shoehorn a tour in now? When, like, we're at the tail end of everything, yeah. But, like...
2: Yeah, I get that. And so, any, like, people, seriously, just... You know when, because hopefully they're by not the getting t- younger. They're not getting nobody's getting any younger. You know, and by the time this episode comes out, hopefully he's back. You know, doing his things hasn't had to right postpone doing his shows else. again. And and you know, um, fortunately, the way the tour kind of works, a lot of the the places that he had to postpone, like he's going to be going back, kind of sorted through that area at some point. So yeah. he'll be able to hit them. Like those people aren't going to miss out. It's just like. You know,
1: you just got to move it by a couple months. You
2: just got to wait. You just got to wait. And so people just be smart. And I, yes. I mean, I'm probably preaching to the choir here at this particular point. But like, I just maybe want, I just want Weird Al to be safe. Yeah. You know, protect him. Protect. Do a protect.
1: Mm hmm. So he is a national treasure.
2: He is a national treasure. And do not hurt the treasure
1: do not hurt the treasure <laughs> So anyway, yeah. yeah that's that's another good movie you got Oh Brother Where Art Thou Yeah I was I was going literally with National Treasure Nicolas Cage I'm going to steal the declaration of independence <laughs> 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 That's one of the few movies that Natalie has owned on DVD and then she will like when if it's on TV and we see it we'll put it on She's that's not funny. usually one for like rewatching kind of stuff like uh-huh. that, but like National Treasure for whatever reason—that's <laughs> one of I'm like okay, sure, <laughs> yeah, great movie. Why not? Yeah, John yeah. Voight. Driving around in John Voight's
2: car. <sighs> yeah. But uh, anything else you want to add about our VIP experience? I had a great time.
1: Um. Hmm. We covered the set list. Mm-hmm. We covered the. Ex- the The photos and the signings, yeah, no, I think I've always thought that the Kirby is a great venue to have a show It is it's a beautiful venue mm-hmm. um yeah, no, um let's see who who was it that messaged me on Reddit that we never did meet up with um i've I've since been in contact with um with one of the one of the, one of the people but let's see um there was a guy peanut420 that was at the show um yeah he 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 saw that he did the uh, the weird Al donuts he commented the Wilkes-Barre Donuts so he I saw that um yeah barre donuts there was a sully g that particularly uh, I on the uh, bo- the post that i said that you were the new ariana uh he commented she killed it Jay sa- jw said it was the first honest victory as he usually just gives points randomly and picks a winner huh. so there's that um there was an omega that said i'm at the show right now um adulting awkwardly was going to be at the wilkesbury show he was also at the one in maine um but he said he was at um, the wilkes show. And then there was also a Sandy Ka 49 who was in the LTV dress and she was talking to <gasps> yeah. Ethan during the VIP. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't get to meet up with any of them, anybody, but um, yeah, if any of you are listening.
2: oh, so Sandy's uh, us on Instagram since then.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome.
2: And actually uh, Kayla sent an email, uh, a message to us through our website. Um, because they've been a little slow getting the links out for the pictures from the VIP. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so she wrote, was like, you know, I saw you at the wilkes VIP. Do you have the link for the pictures? Like, how did you, did you get yeah. that? And so I sent her the link and she was just like my hero.
0: So <laughs> hi, Ka- okay. hi, Kayla.
2: Hmm. But anyway, it was, it's just, it was just very cool. Like, I'm very happy to be part of, like, if you're going to be part of a community, like the Weird Al community is definitely it's good people to be part of. So I'm glad we're here.
1: Yeah. Seriously, everybody embrace your weird
2: embrace your, weird. like that's
1: the whole thing. Embrace your weird. Like, like what you want to like without any shame, Mm -hmm. wear what you want to wear, do what you want to do. Like, well, okay. (laughs) Within reason, within reason, you know, like if, if you're into something that, isn't like necessarily viewed by the the general public as like the cool thing to do. Like, truly, who cares? Like, we're all the protagonist in our own story, mm-hmm. and uh, we all think that other people think about us way more than they do. Yep. Nobody thinks about me. <laughs> Nobody cares what I do. I don't. Right, <laughs> so, like, you think that rando that that's driving on the road next to you is gonna think about you tomorrow? Nah, no,
2: nah. Well, honk you know,
1: your horn at him. Do,
2: <laughs> do what you want to do, and actually, to quote MC Hammer, "They do what they want." Here do. comes
1: the hammer. Oh wait,
2: they do what they want to do, <laughs> say what they want to say, live how they want to live, play how they want to play, dance how they want to dance. Blue, blue, blue. The Adams Family.
1: Oh, that was MC Hammer.
2: Do what they want to do. Say what yeah. they want to say. Live how they want to play how they want to play. Dance how they want to dance. The Adams Family. I don't know that line.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, also, to quote MC Hammer, uh uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Here comes a hammer.
2: Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. And I think on that note... <laughs> We should put a pin in this episode. What do you think?
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm it, I'm good.
2: Good, because I mean the VIP experience was fabulous. Um, anybody who was at the Wilkesbury show, you know, again, comment below, uh, or you know, send us a message. comment,
1: reach out, message me on Reddit if you've seen me posting on Reddit. You've you've seen me call myself out as um, my sister's brother. <laughs> 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 In the Weird owl subreddit, so yeah. I am, my, I am my sister's brother. I am my sister's brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really funny. That is great.
2: I mean, but the, you are your sister's brother. That's yeah. beautiful.
1: Yeah, so yeah. Message me. I I live in the Wilkes Barre area.
2: The We could talk
1: about Weird Al. Wilkes Berry. Yeah.
2: yeah. have some Wilkes Berry donuts and talk about Weird Al. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, uh, I guess, yeah, this has been our, our VIP recap from the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self indulgent, ill advised vanity tour. And I'm still Lauren.
1: And I'm still John.
2: And you know what? We are going to do that thing where we come at you again next time, people. Bye bye. Yeah, we're jamming to the theme song now.
0: <laughs>
2: Thrash it. Thrash that head.
1: Oh, sorry. I got a one.